Hi there, my name is Natalie Nation, and you're listening to Feed That Nation. I'm a graduate student, I'm a future registered dietitian, I'm a health educator, a content creator, and a self-proclaimed mac and cheese expert. I create content focused on college life and health topics to help you college students to be more successful, more confident, and more healthy in your college experience. I upload new podcast episodes here to YouTube and to your favorite podcast listening platforms every Wednesday, and I upload new vlogs to YouTube every Saturday. Go ahead and follow me on Instagram. I am at FeedThatNation. Check out my blog, FeedThatNation.com. Follow me on Pinterest, and of course, subscribe to me on YouTube and or subscribe to me on whatever platform you are listening on. You guys know I've recently started doing a small segment here on Feed That Nation where I recommend a couple of things for you to try out that I have been really loving lately. So my food for the week is lavender. And I don't know if I just grew up under a rock or something, but I didn't even know you could eat lavender until really recently. I knew that you could put it in tea. I knew that people make soap out of it. I know it's an essential oil. It smells amazing. I have a lavender candle right here, but I somehow didn't even know that you could actually eat lavender. And I've been growing it in my patio garden, as you guys may have seen in that vlog a couple of weeks ago, and it is doing so well. I have so much lavender. I don't even know where to start. And so I tried to figure out, well, what can I do with lavender? And I actually ended up making almond lavender shortbread cookies that are so good and they're so simple. I will leave the recipe down below so that you guys can try them out too. Make sure if you are going to cook with or eat lavender that you are choosing an organically grown or a culinary grade lavender. Um, some of the more conventional types sometimes have been treated with pesticides, which science says might not be great, but that is your choice to make. My follow for the week is a wellness and body confidence creator. Her name is Tiffany Ema, I think I'm saying that right. And I have just been loving her content lately. She's just so positive, uplifting. I love her photos. She goofs around and dances on her Instagram story and I'm just so here for it right now. She just really uplifts me and I hope that if you guys go follow her too that she will uplift you as well. And my fun for the week, I don't think this is going to be a surprise for anybody, but my recommendation for you to do something fun this week while we're all stuck in quarantine, I feel like I get so sick and tired of the same walls in my apartment. And I actually recently, if you are watching me on YouTube, you can see that I redid my filming space. This used to be the little breakfast nook in the kitchen of the apartment that my husband and I live in, and we recently redid it. My recommendation for you is to think about if you're getting tired of your space, move a bookshelf, add a plant, maybe get a new bedspread if you can afford one do something different to uplift your space and make it new, make it fun, make it fresh. So in today's episode of Feed That Nation, I want to talk a little bit about how we as college students sort of evolve our answers to the question, why did you choose X? Or why are you majoring in X? Or why do you want to become X? And we get this question a lot and it's so, it gets really tiring to be honest, but you know, first day of freshman year of college, you introduce yourself to people, you say, hi, my name is this and I'm majoring in this. And a lot of times people wanna know, well, why did you choose that major? Or maybe you want to become a doctor and people are asking, well, why do you wanna become a doctor? Why do you wanna become a teacher? Why do you wanna become an accountant? 
I feel like the standardized answer to this question at a very base level usually starts with, I want to help people. Why do you want to become a doctor? I want to help people. Why do you want to become a teacher? I want to help people or, you know, I want to educate people. But the real trick to this is where do you go from that answer? Because I want to help people generally isn't going to be enough. And the reason I, why I say this is because we as humans are very altruistic. And because of that, we as humans can generally find reasons or ways to help people in almost every single job that we could possibly choose. Everything from being a greeter at Walmart to being a communication specialist to being a YouTuber or an Instagram influencer to, I don't know, being a freelancer to being an entrepreneur or a business owner or a waitress. Any and all of the above, you can find some version of I help people or I want to help people. That's why I chose this profession. But if that's true, and if pretty much any job that you could possibly name has helping people in what you do, why did you choose the specific job that you chose or the specific major that you've chosen to major in? And that's a really tricky answer for a lot of reasons. I think one of which is that sometimes we don't know yet or sometimes our answer is constantly evolving. And it can be challenging then if we don't know, well, why do we want to be a doctor or an accountant to know what do I want to do once I actually become a doctor or an accountant? And then that gets into a whole can of worms of should I become a doctor? Is being an accountant the right choice for me? Which of course is scary. And I addressed a lot of this in a video last fall where I talk about, did you choose the right major? and sort of the insecurities that everybody has about, did I choose the right thing to study? Did I choose the right career path? We all wonder that. And I think that a lot of my confidence in knowing that I've picked the right path for me comes from knowing what my why actually is. Why did I choose to become a dietitian? Or why am I on track to becoming a dietitian? Why do I love being a YouTuber? And I wanted to break that down a little bit here and sort of use myself as an example in this episode because talk about what I know, I guess, but also I feel like no one ever kind of walked me through this process of figuring out my why or sort of figuring out, well, what do I like? What am I good at? What do I want to study? What do I not want to study? And I want to walk you guys through that because I think it would have helped me back, back in the day. I'm still a college student, but when I was a, a wee small college student, I think having someone to walk me through this process would have really benefited me. When I was in middle school and high school, I told people that I wanted to become a doctor. And I'm pretty sure I actually said at one point or another that I wanna become a doctor because I wanna help people. But as I started to get older, started to get into later high school, started to actually sort of narrow down where I wanted to go to college, what I thought I might wanna study, what I thought I might be passionate about, I realized that I had to think about what does it actually take to become a doctor? What do doctors actually study? And what do doctors actually do as doctors? And then sort of contrast that with what do I want to do? What do I want to go to school for? What do I want to study? What am I interested in? What am I good at? And I started to realize that those things didn't line up as much as I thought they did. For example, to become a doctor, you have to go to a lot of school. 
you know, four years of undergrad, four years of medical school, three to seven years of residency, maybe another two or more years doing a fellowship, doing the math here, that could be 17 years of school. That could be such a long time of being in school. And that path is great for some people, but I knew that I didn't want to go to school for that long. Another thing is doctors study a lot of technical science and it's very memorization based and it's very just jam packed of information. You know, doctors in your pre-med degree is like eight flavors of biology, chemistry, organic chemistry, and all of these like more hard science. And I'm not interested in that. I've said it here on the pod before, but I could not be less interested in all of that science. That is not for me. That is not where my brain has strength in learning. That is not where my passion lies in learning. That is just, it's not for me. And I've had to take science classes, but it really wasn't where my joy was. And what do doctors actually do? And this will be very general. I'm not a doctor. I haven't been to medical school, but generally speaking, doctors work in hospitals or clinics. Doctors see patients. Doctors assess, treat, diagnose. On a you know technical, practical, doctors do everything from deliver babies to perform surgeries. They set or reset broken bones. They can look at skin rashes. They look in ears and eyes and mouths. Doctors do pap smears. Doctors prostate exams. Doctors they know how to read x-rays or MRI scans. They know everything or a lot about pharmacology and what medicines do, what, you know, what to prescribe for certain conditions. The more I realized and started to think about what do doctors actually do, the more I realized that a lot of those things aren't actually what I want to do. You know, I am interested in healthcare and health. I would be interested in maybe working for a clinic, probably not a hospital. I would probably be interested in some of the procedures. I would absolutely love to know how to like palpate for broken bones, for example, but I don't actually want to do that. You know, I don't want to deliver babies. I don't want to do surgery. I don't want to prescribe medication. You know, I don't want to do the technical aspects of what doctors do to help people. And so I don't want to be a doctor. I still want to help people, but I don't want to be a doctor to help people. And I was a senior in high school when I realized that, you know, my interest in health and healthcare, my interest in going to college, but not going to 17 years of school kind of combined really excellently with my interest in food and my interest in cooking. I grew up cooking. I grew up loving food. I grew up being interested in all that. And that's where it came together for me as I realized that there was this whole path of careers in nutrition and I later learned dietetics that came together for me because I love learning about nutrition. I love learning about not only nutrition itself, nutrition science, but I love learning how to teach and talk about nutrition and learning about how nutrition impacts different populations and different, you know, health concerns and medical diagnoses. And there's a whole career literally dedicated to this you know, nutrition and dietetics, becoming a dietitian. And I think a lot of times we really get stuck in the nitty gritty of the why, because even as I say, there's a whole career path for dietitians where we get to study nutrition and learn nutrition and teach nutrition and all of these things. I sometimes still don't actually know what I want to do within dietetics. And that's okay because there are plenty of people who know that they want to become 
a biologist or they know they want to become a doctor or they know they want to become a teacher or a communication specialist, but they don't actually know what they want to do in that career. And that's okay because quite honestly, what you want to do in the career you've chosen changes so frequently. I mean, my freshman year of college, I thought I wanted to work in food service and menu planning and development for restaurants. And now <laughs> I could not care less about food service, you know? For a while, I thought I wanted to work in clinical and now I realize that clinical is interesting to me, but I'm not necessarily convinced that that's where I want to work. You know, at one point I hated having my picture taken. I hated being on camera. I hated speaking out loud and public speaking. And now I realize that not only am I pretty good at it and improving every day, but I actually really like it and I find a lot of joy in doing it. And you know, none of these things could be true in a year. Maybe in a year I'll realize that I actually do love food service and I hate being in front of the camera. I mean, I hope not because this is fun, but it changes and that's okay. My message here really is that it's okay not to know the exact specifics. It's okay that you as a college student or you as a recent grad or a high school incoming college student, it's okay that you don't know exactly what you wanna do. It's okay if your why isn't completely fleshed out, but I do encourage you to actually think about what your why is outside of just, I wanna help people or I wanna educate people or some things like, well, I like science, or well, I like nutrition, dig deeper. And like I said in the video where I talk all about, did you choose the right major? I have friends who realize that things they love aren't things they wanna study. You know, I have friends who've switched from being pre-med to being English majors. And I have friends also who loved something and didn't realize that they could pursue a career in it and then decided that that's truly what they wanna do. And of course, if you're someone who knows that your why lies in a vocation that is not related to getting a college degree, that is amazing. This is for you too, because maybe you've been told that you should go to college, but when people ask what you wanna study, you, you don't know. You don't know your why because you don't really want to go to college. You know, maybe you would rather do an associate's degree or a certification program or an apprenticeship. Maybe you wanna learn how to become a carpenter or a mechanic or a cosmetologist or an esthetician. Maybe your passion truly does lie in waitressing. All of that is awesome. I think there's also sometimes a hesitation around really diving deep into what our why actually is beyond the very surface level, oh, I like nutrition, oh, I wanna help people, because it can be sometimes scary to actually say out loud what we are so passionate about. Because what if people think it's stupid? What if people judge us for it? And I, I face that sometimes with YouTube actually and with my podcast because I love this. I genuinely, genuinely love being able to produce content and do all of this like video editing and figuring out what the thumbnail needs to look like and setting up my camera and lighting and I love this. And I love that I can use my why as my like literal podcast description. Because it's true, this is the reason why I do this is because I love talking about college and health. I love working with college students and young adults. And Feed That Nation is really a place where I can use what I love to help college students to become more confident, more successful, and more healthy. I literally said that in the intro to this podcast. But then what if people think that's dumb? You know, maybe you're someone who really believes you'd like to be an entrepreneur. You know, maybe you really want to help small businesses with social media content creation and marketing, but 
you know, you're afraid people will think it's stupid. Maybe you really genuinely love working in restaurants and you're afraid people will think that's stupid. That's scary, you know, fear of judgment is pretty dang real. But fear of judgment doesn't mean we should avoid doing the work on ourselves and being self-aware and really digging deep. I mean, heck, even now, I think a grand total of 10 people watch or listen to each of my podcast episodes and I'm pretty sure at least six of them are related to me. But that can't stop me either because I love this. And for as long as I keep loving it, I'm going to keep doing it. And I'm going to keep telling people that that's my why. I love doing this because. And same with dietetics. Even though I don't always know what I want to do in dietetics, I can't let that stop me from telling people that I'm in dietetics and there's this great career and I love doing these things and I don't know what I want to do yet, but I know I'm going to figure it out. So this week, I really want you guys to think about your why. Why do you want to become an accountant? Why do you want to become a doctor? Why do you want to become a teacher or a music educator or a waitress or a park ranger or any of the above? Do the work on yourself. To end the episode today, I wanted to reflect on a quote that I first heard as a 16 year old and it's by a theologian named Friedrich Buechner and he's talking about vocation, which does, yes, have a lot of religious kind of connotations built in, but I think it applies really well to this episode talking about, well, what do you want to do? Why do you want to do it? And his quote is, vocation is where our deep gladness meets the world's deep need. And as a 16 year old, when I first heard that and all the way through, you know, being 23 now, a graduate student, I've had to continue to reflect on, well, what do I want to do and why? And what am I good at? What am I passionate about? What am I joyful about? What am I, you know, what is my deep gladness? What lights a fire under me? And then thinking about the other half of the quote, which is what are the world's deep needs? You know, what do people need? Individual people, groups of people, the world as a whole. And I've had to think about, well, where does my deep gladness, this joy, this passion, these skills, these talents, what am I good at? What do I love? How does that fit into what the world needs, what individual people need, the people I want to work with? You know, I've said before, I love working with college students, with young adults, with high schoolers, with teenagers. What do they need? What are my skills? How does that fit together? And, you know, sometimes when I'm feeling unsure, when I'm feeling stuck, when I'm just like, oh God, why did I decide to go to graduate school? Like, you know, ugh, when I'm so frustrated, I kind of keep coming back to that. Like, what do I love? What does the world need? How can I serve the needs of the world? I hope you've enjoyed this episode of Feed That Nation. If you have and you're listening on a podcast platform, go ahead and leave me a five-star review and a rating if you're able. Go ahead and subscribe on whatever platform you're listening on. Subscribe to me here on YouTube. Go ahead and throw this video. If you're watching this video, throw it a thumbs up and leave me a comment below. Let me know. Tell me about how you've discovered your why. What did that look like for you? Also go ahead and follow me on Instagram. I am at FeedThatNation. Check out my blog, FeedThatNation.com and go ahead and follow me on Pinterest. All links are below. I will see you guys Saturday right here on YouTube with a vlog and I will see you next Wednesday on YouTube or on your favorite podcast listening platform with another episode. Until next time, my name is Natalie Nation and you're watching or listening to Feed That Nation. Have a great day and I'll talk to you soon.